Just Our Real Estate, episode number 137. All right, thank you for joining me here on Just Our Real Estate. I am super pumped that you are here with me today. It's very exciting, and I appreciate your time very much. Before we get started, I just want to make the last call for the month of May. If you're interested in being in my coaching program and being a student of mine, I have one spot available for May, and that's it. So after this is over, the month of May is over, and we are going to have to wait until the month of June for my coaching program. And honestly, uh, I'm not sure. The month of June, I have a lot going on. I may actually suspend the program uh, for a month. I'm, I'm kind of kind of play that by ear. I'll let you know. I'll definitely make an announcement. But for right now, I have one more remaining spot for the month of May. If you want to get involved and you want to get in on that, go to juststartrealestate.com forward slash coach and everything you need to know to apply to my coaching program is right there for you. Like I said, there might be a few months that I take off here. Uh, I've got some vacations and some things going on that it's going to make it a little bit tough to work with students, but we're going to play it by ear and see if, uh, if it works out or not. But for now, the month of May has one more spot and if you want to get in, I suggest you do that now. Okay, let's dive into this episode. Okay, thank you for joining me on another Quick Point episode. I appreciate you being here, and today we're going to talk about momentum in business. And what is momentum in business? What does that mean? I mean, you know, I think everyone knows what momentum is, but how does that apply to business? And, And how does that affect your business? And why am I even talking about momentum in business? And I will tell you. Uh, from firsthand experience, I'm going to tell you exactly what it is, and then I'm going to tell you why it's so important for you to understand. It absolutely can derail everything you've tried to do when you start your business, right? I talk about massive action, and massive actions is important, and I talk about being focused and committed and you know networking and all these things that you need to do when you get started, but momentum really comes into play, you know, two to three three to maybe even like six, eight months down the road. This is when momentum will make or break you. So we're going to talk about that in this episode and discuss why it's important to maintain momentum in your business. You know, success is like pushing a big boulder. It's super difficult to start, but once it's moving, once that boulder's moving, it's considerably easier to keep it moving. In business, you have to keep your business moving forward. If you lose momentum, you'll find it difficult to get things going again, and that's what we're all about, what we're talking about today. That is exactly um, my point. So one thing I found early on in my real estate investing business is that once I started things going and once they got going well, I had a tendency to slow down and sort of take my foot off the gas, so to speak. I would buy houses or buy a house, I should say, especially when I first started, I would buy a house and I'd be so excited and you know I'd be hiring contractors and buying materials and I would start the rehab and then I'm managing the rehab and I'm all about the rehab and I'm going there every day and I'm looking at timelines, I'm looking at budget. I'm dealing with things that come up, and that would be everything I did. And the problem is I would stop all acquisition at that point and focus solely on the rehab, right? And when you're new, that's a big thing is is trying to, you know, trying to get your first house or your first few houses done on time, on budget, you know, and deal with all the things that are coming up when you're new. That's about all you can handle sometimes. So, 
when you're very new, it's necessary to focus all your energy on the rehab because, you know, you're just not that good at what you're doing yet. And it's very important that you not, you know, take your eye off of that because if you if you just let the rehab go, you know, you're going to lose money probably. So I get it. I know why people do it. I know why I did it. But once you get some experience and the rehab process isn't so demanding for you, you should absolutely continue working on acquisition and marketing. Marketing will usually pay off about three to six months down the road. So, and it, it depends on the marketing. Obviously, that that number isn't isn't exact, but you know, it pays off down the road a little bit. You know, you decide to start marketing now, and you don't get your first lead the next day. Usually, it takes a few months to develop that that lead and get it so that it becomes an actual deal. But once you start purchasing houses, if you stop all acquisition during the rehab. You'll have no new projects once you finish with that rehab, right? So it's like peaks and valleys. You're working on a rehab, but once it's over with, your goal is to flip you know, a house and then have the next one there ready to go. Now, I don't want to put words in your mouth. If your goal is to flip one or two houses a year, then it's perfectly acceptable to market only when you're not working on a house, right? You 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 work on a house four to six months later, you start the marketing up, you know, you get another house, you rehab that one, you know, you'll end up doing one to two maybe houses a year that way. But if your goal is to flip more than one or two houses, you should be marketing virtually nonstop throughout the year. Now, I'm using the term marketing kind of loosely here, right? And I know for some of you who are experienced investors, you might go, well, marketing's not the only way to get a lead or to get, you know, to buy houses. When I say marketing, I'm, I'm really talking about all acquisition activities, right? And these can include things like searching the MLS or having a realtor, your realtor, search the MLS and find deals that way. Um, direct marketing campaigns, you know, uh, yellow letters, postcards, and things that you send out to target markets and in your target area, you know, like, um, you know, absentee owners or whatever the case may be, but direct marketing campaigns. Or it could also be networking and working with wholesalers to buy properties, right? I, I'm just saying marketing uh, to, to basically talk about your, your acquisition, the part of acquisition part of your business. So I don't mean necessarily only direct marketing. That's that's not what I'm saying. But your acquisitions should be, you know, that part of your business should be cranking all year long. If you're trying to do, you know, four or more houses a year, you pretty much need to be on full-time acquisition mode in addition to, you know, worrying about your flips and things like that. I mean, you can't not pay attention to the rehab. You certainly need to do that, but you can't stop with the acquisitions just because you have a house to flip. And, you know, there are certainly more ways to acquire houses than these three methods I just mentioned, right? These are just some of the, you know, main basic ways that people go about trying to find houses. But like I say, the marketing and acquisition should be a constant in your business. I talked to many successful real estate investors, and one thing they have all agreed on, it's that once you start buying houses and things begin developing in your business and going well for you and you get busy, there is a snowball effect, right? It seems to be easier to maintain business than to start it up every couple of months. So keeping your business going is actually easier than starting and stopping it every you know, three to five months. And like I said at the beginning, think of it like pushing a boulder. It's really the best you know, metaphor that I can think of um, 
for you to understand my point, like it's like pushing a boulder. It's very difficult to get that boulder rolling initially, right? A lot of effort. You got to dig in and really push. But once it's in motion, it's considerably easier and takes much less effort to keep it rolling and to keep it in motion. Your business is the same way, right? So get out there and get that boulder rolling and don't let it stop. Keep your foot on the gas pedal and you will find it much easier to maintain and increase your business activities than if you try to start it up every couple of months. Please take my word for this. I'm telling you it's true. You'll see it for yourself once you get going. Keep that momentum going. Keep the acquisition side going, and you'll be happy that you did. Okay, that's all I have for today. Okay, guys, one last thing before we go. I would just like to ask, if you're enjoying this podcast, if you're really getting something out of it, if you think it provides value, then please go to iTunes and give me a rating and review. It helps me out a ton. It helps me reach more people. It allows me to help more people, and that's really what I'm trying to do here is help people. I'm trying to answer questions and and provide as much value as I can. And the best way for me to reach more people and to really provide value is for you to go and give me a rating and review. iTunes puts a ton, a ton of weight on that. And I really would appreciate it. Until next time, if investing in real estate is your dream, there's only one way you can make it a reality. Just start. 